Hello out there in podcast land. I am Jay. And I'm D. And this is the Common Sense Academy. Where common sense just ain't common. Okay, so welcome back to their second episode of the Common Sense Academy. Where common sense just ain't common. So, uh, thanks for coming back and joining us for our second episode. Uh, based on the first one, the feedback we got, which was quite a bit, which we really appreciate, uh, we think we need to maybe clarify a couple things from that first episode. Yeah, so we want to make sure everyone understands that we are not trying to um, single out any one particular group, nor are we trying to highlight any one particular group. This entire format that we're putting together is all about conversations. This is about individuals coming together and just having a talk about what the issues are, whether they're controversial issues or just everyday hell is the weather type issues. So one of the things, some of the feedback we received last week from episode one uh, revolved around our interpretation or lack thereof of the uh, uh, voter bill that was passed in, in Georgia and what it, what it means. Uh, there were some comments that uh, said we were simply bypassing or overlooking the voter, voter suppression of the minority vote, uh, minority vote specifically focusing on the African-American vote. Um, people out there here, here's where I, I what I feel about this. Do I believe there's voter, voter suppression? In some regards. Yeah, I could say that. Sure, I agree. Okay. But I don't think it's only specifically to the black community. You have poor white people. You have poor Hispanic people. You have poor Asian people. Well, it's not just the poor, neither. Uh, you have uh, the handicapped, right? And I know that's not a PC word, but we all know what it means, and it's not intended to be offensive. Correct. Somebody who who's not able to get around easily for themselves. It doesn't matter their skin color or how much money they have. Correct. Is the elderly too? Absolutely. That's oh, right. where I was so headed next. It's not about one race. It's about all races. And as I said in the first podcast, and D as well, we don't care who has the vote as long as you are legal to do so. And if everyone takes a step back and simply thinks about what an ID actually means, there are so many things that you need to have identification for in order to just get through the day. Your driver's license, right? That's an identification. Mm -hmm. If you go to a bar, you need identification there. Um, Nobody bats an eyelash at any of those. Not a single one. No, No, that's normal. Right, but you talk about voter ID where you need to have an identification to verify that you have a legal right to vote. All of a sudden, that's a controversial topic. And I don't understand that, right? So I think if we really take a step back and really understand what we're asking, not just us, I shouldn't say we, what is being asked of us as American citizens, right? Not as an African-American, not as a white individual, not as an Asian individual, not as Hispanic, as an American citizen, 
what are we being asked to do? We're being asked to show identification to verify that we are an American citizen here and that we have a right to vote. And again, like I said, I could care less about the outcome, could care less. As long as everyone had the, a, a chance to vote, I'm good. Right. I think that's the thing, right? We are both for, and I think as Americans, we should all be for the system that allows, encourages. Uh, I, I'd like to even go stronger than that, but just uh, you can't use forces, but creates a system where everybody wants to vote. Exactly. Right? Our, it matters. So much. So often we feel like our vote doesn't even count anymore. Yeah. And to me, it's not about the ability to vote. I want everyone to vote that is legal to vote. And that's it. For me, this is not so much about voter suppression. I don't want to make voting harder. I want to make cheating harder. Uh, yes. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. And And if you're against cheating, you're with me. If you're saying, oh, he's nuts, he's trying to make something hard. No, listen, that's it. Mm-hmm. I want to make voting easier and cheating harder. Yes. Cheat the system? None of our votes count. It's crap. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then that's how you disenfranchise voters. Absolutely, by including myself. System. Yeah, by having a system that you don't feel you can trust. As soon as that that thought creeps into your head that I can't trust that my vote is truly being counted, then your next thought is, then what's the point? Or my vote's being negated by somebody who didn't vote. Exactly. Right? So, again, everyone out there, we love the feedback that we got. We love the fact that you're really engaging now with what we had to say. And it's gotten you to think and sit around your kitchen tables, hopefully, and have a conversation with your friends, your spouse, uh, your children about what we're talking about. Again, we're, we're not here to, to tell you how to think. I don't want you to, to, to conform to my thought process, right? <laughs> that, then I'm feeding them back into the media and everything else that they're doing out there. I, I want everyone, and I'd love to see everyone just have a conversation and think for themselves. And again, challenge us. Yeah, I love the feedback. Good, bad, didn't matter. I loved what we read and what we heard. Yep. Uh, you know, that's the beauty, I think, of what we're doing here. This is what makes us a little bit different. We're not talking heads. We have no agenda. We don't have this thing that's polished. We're trying to sell anybody. It's two guys talking, yep. two guys with opinions. Two guys with opinions that, to be very honest, change. Yes, exactly. Right? You bring us stuff. You say, well, I disagree, and here's why. And you, do, you you bring it up clearly, concisely, you talk about it, you type it, doesn't matter. We read it, we digest it, and we reassess that information against our known world, exactly. our opinion. And sometimes it's, no, I still believe what I believe. Other times you say, well, you know, there's some truth to that. Maybe we need to reconsider. That's what this is about. That's what growth is about. That's what we're trying to foster. This isn't a polished product. This is two guys living life. Talking it out, trying to get everybody to talk it out with us, and let's work this thing out. We all come from a different place. You know, D, it's, I think it's it, you can you can even go back further than that and, and say if this is what we were taught as children. Yeah, right. right. Weren't we taught, hey, if so and so has a toy in a sandbox, you got to share that toy when they want to play with you. And we were taught to share it. If you didn't share the toy, guess what? You couldn't play in the sandbox. Somehow, some way along the way, we've lost the ability to share. And that sharing is the conversation. And we've turned the sharing into throwing the sand in each other's eyes, saying, well, if you don't like the color red of my toy, I'm going to go over here because I only play with red toys and I only play with blue toys. Somehow we've lost the ability to compromise and, and share. And, and I think once, once we continue down that road, and, and I'm speaking to the youth right now, you guys 
right now are probably the biggest influencing group in the in the world. And they have the hugest platform, hugest. Boy, that was horrible. Wow. They have got a gigantic platform, <laughs> though, that, that people our age, and I'm not going to date myself, but we didn't have. Exactly. The internet is, is ridiculous. Look at all of the media platforms where you can jump out and do what we're doing right now, yeah. which is cool. This was not even thought of yeah. back in my day. Yeah. So youth... I don't want to spend a lot of time on here, but for those younger younger listeners, I challenge you, and I and I, and I don't want to speak for D, but I think he's probably going to agree with me on this one. I challenge you to think for yourself. I challenge you to ask the question why, not scream the question why, not point your finger the question why, but simply ask the question why. Why is it this way? Whatever it may be to you. Why is it that way? And start the conversation. Because quite frankly, you guys are going to be the ones who really are going to change the world. And whatever that may look like for you and your generation, it's going to be that way. I have little say in that, right? As as of right now, we have some control and have some say about what you know what our children and so forth do. But at the end of the day, you guys are going to think for yourselves and you're going to come to your own conclusions. All that we want you to do is be informed. Ask the right questions. Don't simply take what the popular news medias and the popular social media platforms are telling you to think. Think for yourself and ask the right questions. Yeah, right. Try this. Apply the stink test, right? Yep. If it smells like <laughs> you, it is, right? Exactly. Uh, you know, trust your instincts. One of the things that I like to do on that same note, uh, personally, when I get information that's contrary to what I believe. I like to process it in my life. Like, so I'll play devil's advocate. I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to change my stance a hundred percent. I'm going 180 and I'm going this way, mm -hmm. the opposite of what I believe. Yep. And I start applying that. Okay. So if I believe this, it changes this and that and this and how I approach that and how I see this. And I look at it and I think I give it a, a solid look. Sometimes, I'll be honest with you, sometimes Jay, I look at this thing and I go, yeah, I'm wrong. Right, yeah. And sometimes it's, eh, I could see it, but I, I don't like it. And sometimes it's just, no, yeah. no, that's that's ridiculous. I'm out. This is actually reality. I see this, you know, and I start to apply it. And it sounds superficial, but it's real. It's what I do. Right. And it allows me to be able to be empathetic to someone else. And I think that's going to kind of lead us right into where we're headed for this next segment. We're going to start talking about prejudice. And we're going to start talking about bias. That's right. And how they come about, how we each pay, play a part in that, how we can maybe, I don't know, it's pie in a sky dream, I guess, Try to start to change that. Try to try to start to see life from each other's point of view. You know, prejudice just is that, right? Break the word down. Prejudge. That's something every one of us does. That's really popular right now to hear prejudice in the news, right? And sorry to say it, but the big catch is white prejudice against black. As if there's only two skin colors in this country, it's ridiculous. Yeah, last I checked, there were more than just two races out there. Quite, right. there, quite a few races. <laughs> right, and I, I think that that's just because we're being sold a bill of goods. 
there's prejudice for everything. Every one of us, I don't care your skin color, I don't care who you are, I don't care where you've come from, how you were raised, how much money you have, none of it matters. You prejudge everyone you look at. You look at somebody with a funny haircut to you, you've prejudged them. You look at somebody with a different skin tone than you, you've prejudged them. You look at somebody in a different job or a title or position than you have, you prejudge them above or below. You look at a CEO driving a fancy car, you got a thought on who that guy is already or woman is, right? You see the janitor cleaning toilets, you just made a judgment, guaranteed. Now you maybe didn't say it, maybe you just kind of moved on real quick, but your brain clicked it and you made a prejudice move they call that uh, i believe is what unconscious bias that's right right you you have the image in your head of, w- of what you're looking at and how it should act and how it should should talk and walk and you go with that that image that's the problem we have so we we weren't taught that right from our inner families most of us weren't there's some people maybe but most of us weren't taught that I believe that we external forces, and I, I'm speaking mostly on, on media media forces, have shown different aspects of life in a certain light. That maybe it isn't reality, and maybe we shouldn't have looked at it that way. You know, using your examples of, of you know, you take the janitor. That individual may be a multimillionaire. Yeah, he don't need the job, he but he job. Need, just wants something to do. Just something to do. But we look at that and we and we we look down that job because of the nature of the job itself. And for those out there who have it, we are not insulting you. We're using it simply as an example. Please don't send us hate mail on that one. (laughs) Hey, I've been the janitor. That's nothing wrong with that job. I've cleaned many a toilet as well. Everybody, everybody plays a part. (laughs) And but my my point is though, you feel it when you're doing that job. People looking down on you. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's kind of funny because I think a lot of people have seen that show that was around for a while, Undercover Boss, right? Yes. Yep. And that plays right into this, right? Everybody, oh, this guy brand new, don't know nothing, but, yeah, you yeah, know, that yeah, whole yeah. bit, right? And then they come out the end and the guy owns the place. Yeah. They're like, oh, Totally different thoughts Boss. on who yeah. this person is. Exactly. And that's what we do. We screw that up all day. I do it personally. I'll admit to it right now. I will tell you that I try to fight that, but I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my opinions, when I think about it, are formed from what I see on TV. Now, not by a specific person, and sometimes they are. I mean, I don't want to get into some of the hot news topics right now, but the court cases that are going on, Mm -hmm. I formed opinions based on what I heard in the news. I don't know these people. Mm -hmm. I can't say anything, really, about it. You're you're right. Because all I know is what I've been told by biased sources. I, I know that they're biased. You know, it's funny, it's funny you bring it up. I had I have a very, very good friend of mine who lives in, in Arizona, and, the, and that person that's out there, if you're listening, you know who you are. Thank you for your friendship. Um, there was a case. <laughs> he needs one. <laughs> I need at least one more friend in my, in my life. <laughs> there was a case a years back, and I, I think we all know is the, the Trayvon Martin case where he was shot and, and his life taken. Um, I remember hearing that story, and I was so angered and so fired up for that situation because of just what you said, I was listening to nothing but the media. And what we often forget is the media grows and thrives on sensationalizing an issue. Yeah, right? the, well, they sell fear. They sell fear. They sell, and if you doubt that, come to Michigan and listen to the weather. 
<laughs> we can empty out a store in an afternoon because there's a blizzard coming and you'll get like a quarter inch that of snow. That is the truth. That is the truth. But they sensationalize it. And it's not just the weather. We laugh about that. But it, that's how they make their money. You don't sell papers. Wow, that's a, there. I just dated myself. Holy smoke. But you don't sell news stories on goody goody stories no yeah you, you they have to have the, the the gruesome the gory the shock that's, what that's what people that's what people want yes. and that sells and so they're going to fabricate maybe not the whole story they're going to embellish now i understand if you're in the media you're probably mad at me right now but let's face it you've been tempted to do it and your colleagues do do that yeah well, I got hooked. Like I said, I, I got roped right in. And I remember talking to my friend, and he said, hey, I'm going to stop you right now. And I said, well, aren't you fired up? Aren't you angry? He says, I can't get fired up. And you shouldn't either. You need to really take stop and take a step back. He said, I don't know that kid. And I don't know the individual who shot him. I don't know what the situation was. I don't know what led them to that final result. Until I hear everything out, and not from the news, until I hear it in the court cases, until I hear it from the individual's mouths, until I hear see the videotapes, if there are any, I can't formulate an opinion and get angry on that until I know what's going on. And I tell you what, something in me really, really clicked at that point. And I think for myself, that was my turning point of no longer prejudging a situation, whether it be a, a lethal situation or something that, that maybe was misconstrued or, or is causing some, some social injustices somewhere. I, I, I really had to take a step back and realized, you know, I was jumping to some conclusions before I had all the information simply because of what I saw and what I heard from the media. And once I took a step back and looked at myself and asked myself, do I have all the information to formulate a, a correct opinion and, and, and on, on the on the issue, I really quickly realized that no, I I don't know this individual. Now, going forward, the outcome, I still get upset about that situation because I do believe there were some injustices about that entire situation. Yeah, I, you know, and then yeah. we could talk in a whole other segment on that one yeah. altogether. But but it, I did have to take a step back and and really look at the entirety of the situation. And there are other cases out there that I had to take a step back and look at it and. And I came to a different conclusion, and I'm not going to get into which situations those are uh, at this time, but I had to, I came to a different conclusion than what the media came up with and what they were mm. trying to force down our throats. So, you know, that that's it, right? So you just touched on the whole point. You just did something innocent enough in prejudging that. It skipped that when you allowed yourself to get fired up and carry on about it before you looked into it. Last I checked... And I think it's holding on by a very, very slim little sliver off a cliff. Is our court systems are still based on innocent until proven guilty. That is what it's supposed to be. In the court of popular opinion, however, you are guilty until proven innocent. And then good luck still clearing your name. You're screwed. You know what that is? That's, That's where common sense just ain't common. Right. Now, that's really what I'd like to know. Man, what do you think? How do you... We're not going to get rid of the media. You're not going to get rid of of sensationalism that's been around since word is spread. I mean, you play the telephone game, right? Right. The story gets twisted because everybody adds their piece. That's just human nature. That's how we're created. It's a broken piece in us. We ain't fixing that. 
But what we can do as humans is use intelligence. Calm our emotions. There's nothing wrong. Now, please don't think I'm saying there's something wrong with getting upset about an injustice because there is. There's a time and there's a place. Absolutely. But I believe it needs to be verified, right? So, so anger that that's unjustified is just as wrong as passivity over an injustice. Absolutely, right? Those are two polar opposites, and I think equally bad. Absolutely. So, what do you do? How do you do it? Because you're not getting rid of the media. I think I think this is where it, it goes back to so using core values, right? The conversations have to take place, in my personal opinion. And again, I'm not telling you how to think and, and what to do and how to go about your daily lives. But I do believe the conversation has to take place in the home. It has to start with parents talking to their children, whether it be a single parent home, a dual parent home, a grandparent taking care of children. I think you have to have the conversation to say, before you get upset, before you go out the door and protest, let's talk this through. Let's see if where your thought process is is truly leading you down the correct path, because it's very very easily to get twisted and wrapped up into something that that is is false, and 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 we're hearing some stories about that now about individuals who were supposed to have helped another individual and turns out that well, it, they yeah, didn't help the individual and they're speaking out against it. I can't. I don't want to go too deep because I don't have all the facts just yep. yet. Like we're just talking, right? Yeah. But, but I'm, you're starting to see some of those things come out as, as social media, as much as an influence that social media has to get us to think a certain way, it's also now having almost an opposite effect that there's so much out there that people now have the opportunity to really research and make a good determination on their own about what's happening. Well, you know, it's funny because you say that and it's so quick for people to look at a news source and go, eh. That's that news source dismissed. Yes. Yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, but you, what you're in saying in essence is my source is the only accurate source, yeah. not your source. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I'm coming out against. I'm like, hold on a minute. Listen to the other side too. Yeah. Take two sides, right? Listen to NPR and then listen to Sean Hannity, right? I mean, let's just yeah, let's, yeah, right let's and left. Yep. Yep. I bet it's somewhere in the middle, right? Isn't that, what, what's that, uh, I think that's called, um, oh man, what's that word? It's that C word. Compromise. Oh, I was thinking common sense. Oh, <laughs> man. Woo. See, I messed See. that one up, people. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny. Yeah. So, I want to just kind of, I'll just kind of lay this out there. It's important. If you're listening to us, we're not trying to change your mind. We're not trying to tell you what to do. And I think it's important that knowing that what's coming from us is coming from the heart. It's coming from a place where we're, we're being honest. Right or wrong, we're being honest. Mm-hmm. And trust is, trust is key. And we want you guys, whoever's listening to this, to know that, that we can be trusted. When we say something, we've thought it through. And it's, it, it's hard to not want to put your own personal opinion on things but that's why i like our relationship because we can talk right i can say something and you can say no you're crazy but yep. and i'm gonna listen to what you say and you're gonna listen to what i say yep. and sometimes we go <laughs> nah <laughs> back to our own corners <laughs> exactly and, and other times we go, yeah no you know what we agree we yeah. agree and 
it's it's crazy when you think about it in this broad country of ours the whole mix of prejudice and bias right so we're biased we all have a bias just like we have prejudices regularly Mm -hmm. that bias starts from what we've learned as a child right we own we all live in this little bubble our own little sphere that's been influenced by our parents grandparents family members as we were infants growing Mm -hmm. up through our middle school years and then you start to venture out on your own and then it's influenced by your friend circle and and where you live and all of those things right so we all see the world from our own unique perspective and that perspective is nothing like anyone else's your brothers sisters Mm -hmm. have the same perspective for the first little while but then their friends usually are different and it changes Right, And so your world, by the time you're an adult, has a lens that is uniquely yours. Correct. That's what I love. And we need to learn to start to embrace that as a nation. Understand that you're unique. You see things different than I do. Not because you don't like me, because that's what you see. Exactly. That's what your sphere of influence has taught you. Some of it's true. Some of it's not true. Some of it is just... What happened to you? Yep. That doesn't make a race, a color, uh, a, I don't care, anybody, any group, anything bad in and of itself. Yet you apply what you learned growing up, what you saw through your lens, and maybe experiences you had throughout your years up to this point, and you apply that generically. And that's the one thing I want to get us to stop doing. You may have had a bad experience with a person of another color. Okay, that person maybe wasn't a good person. That doesn't mean you can apply that with a brush. That's crazy. Yeah, it, it can't apply to the entire race because no. you had a bad, a singular <clears throat> bad experience. You know, this whole thing, and, and I am going to say it, this whole thing going on with the police. There are bad police officers out there. Yes, there are. Okay, there are bad everywhere. There are doesn't matter the group, but right now I'm going to call the cops because we all know what's going on. This call to end the police, the police violence, I am 100% against. I can't tell you how, how crazy somebody in authority abusing their power drives me. Mm-hmm. Yet, we paint them all with the same brush. The media, the mob mentality right now of everybody cancel the police, defund the police, screw the police, a lot of other words, to the police, right? These are men and women who deserve to go home at night. Mm -hmm. These are men and women doing a job. And the vast majority, I don't know a percentage, but the vast majority are good people. Yeah, They got into that job not to get rich, folks. That job is not going to make you wealthy. Yeah. Well, how many of you? How that many job people has, out there are, are going to get up in the morning, put on a vest, put on a sidearm, and say, "Today, I'm going to stand between you and the bad guy." And if they start shooting, I'm going to take the bullet. Despite first. my personal opinion, exactly. I might agree with the guy on that side of the rally today, but you know what? My job is to protect you. Exactly. And I'm going to do it. Despite my opinion. How many of you out there are willing to do that? How many of you out there are willing to get up in the morning and say that that's what you're going to do for the day? These are the people, honestly, that are fighting for the rights of everybody. How many jobs, honestly, how many people can say, I'm getting up today and I may not come home tonight? 
Legit, there say are, that to yourself. <laughs> there aren't many jobs. I've not out had there. a job. There are I have not, not had a job I, where I, I even thought it. Yet I promise you, that's a regular consideration for these men and women mm-hmm. and their families. Yep. But we, I'm going to stop it right there. That's a topic for another day. But I think that touches on what I'm saying. We paint them all with one brush. Oh, bad cops. Look what they're. Yeah, I've had experiences with with police officers that weren't pleasant. Okay, and. Yes, I've been profiled, and I believe that's part of their job as well. And we touch on another day too. I am saying strictly, we have to stop taking our one bad experience with one person of a different group. I don't care what it is black, white, Hispanic, hetero, homosexual, cop, whatever. You get my point. I had a bad experience with that person. That's where it needs to end. Right. Not with that position, not with that color, not with that male, female, whatever. They're all bad. I hate all men. I hate all women. I hate all... You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. We got to knock that off. That's killing us. Yeah. That's killing us because that's generating hate for your neighbor. And most people don't even know their neighbor today. <laughs> exactly. I hate that guy. Yeah. You don't even know you don't him. Even know I don't him. care. Look at him. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. I, I, yeah, I mean, you, you touched on a lot of good things. There's a, there's a there's a lot that can be unpacked there, and I think you're right. That, that's that should be saved for another segment, another time, another another podcast. There's we could talk for hours on that one, and I think a lot of people out there would would I don't know, well, yeah, a lot of people out there would think we should be talking about that. But you know, I I think. So I, I'm going to step on the other side for a second, and, and I, don't, I don't say this because I, I because I don't disagree. I, I don't say this because I don't agree with you. I agree 100 percent with you, but I'm going to I'm going to come at this from the other other perspective, um, because that's what having conversations about right from your yes. lens, right? right? Yep. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to take my lenses off. I'm going to put something else on. So that that one experience that that I've had with that bad individual that bad cop so we're, we're using police officers for an example here yeah. that one bad experience what if that turns into two to three to four within a certain sect a certain a certain group what then do we do right do we do we get rid of all because i constantly have bad experiences or do we say okay we know within an organization there is one, two, or three bad individuals. Let's just let's, we'll, we'll, rather than doing the entire police force, let's just go to one small town. In one small town, maybe you have six officers, right? And out of the six officers, two of them are really bad, really bad, and they're and they're constantly harassing, constantly profiling above and beyond what they should be doing. The other four, what are they doing? Are they calling out the bad behavior? Is there an unwritten rule that says I must protect those within my group and get their back no matter what? I think that's where the change has to happen. I think I think you have to have individuals within the organization have the opportunity and ability to recognize that there are others out there that are not doing the right thing. And they have to have an apparatus and be comfortable enough to speak out against it, to remove either a remove that individual from the situation or educate the individual further so that it stops the harassment. It stops the profiling. That's where I believe you're going to get some of that compromise. 
otherwise, I think the 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 cancellation and the defund and the get rid of conversations will still continue because nobody's nobody's put together a system that allows the good to override the bad, right? And that's what we're really talking about mm-hmm. too, right? In, in in this regard, what we're talking about is good versus evil. Yeah, you have. Uh, I, I, again, I I don't know anyone of us right now that is willing to get up in the morning outside of our immediate family to get up in the morning put on your sidearms put on your vest put on the badge and drive out into danger to protect others to take the bullet for others there's something special about that individual i believe and i think you have to take that into account and and understand that there are great individuals within these organizations and all these police forces that do the right thing every day. No one's talking about them. There's no, no cred. No cred at all. And they're going to communities and they're talking to the youth and they're they're helping the youth stay out of the gangs and they're helping the youth stay out, you know, stay out of trouble and stay off of drugs and so forth and so on. Nobody's talking about those guys. You may get a blurb on on, on a popular television show in the morning. So and so officer played basketball with the kids. At today. best it's gonna be your local news. And that's, that's not it. making national news. It's not making a national news. Right? And are do tragedies happen? Yes, unfortunately, tragedies do happen, and they are happening. But I do believe we have an opportunity here to put together, put uh, put we'll put in place a system that allows those to speak out safely against the bad. Now you have to have some regulation, I believe, because <laughs> then you can get that you know you know so and so did me wrong. So guess what? You're, you're you you may have some of that fraudulent. You know, but don't activity. they already have that system in place? I don't know. I I, I let you, you say. I would think they do. You would think so, but if that's the case, then why do we continue to have all no. of the other situations? Now there's the question, right? And and I think listen to what you're saying. I agree. I agree with you too. Uh, I think we kind of looked at it a little bit different. My my whole take is being careful of, of painting groups with a broad brush. Right. Getting to know individuals because individuals are where things change. You're not going to change a whole system by looking at the system. You got to go brick by brick. Get to know your neighbor, get to know the people walking the beat, get to know people you work with, mm-hmm. people next door. You know, don't paint people with a broad brush. That's where I'm headed. I don't, I don't right. want people to think that I'm against the system or I think right. that no, no, you exactly. know it, it's yeah. it's exactly you know I'm ignoring the injustices and, and the stuff and, and I think it's all hunky dory there ain't no problems and no no no, 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 no. <laughs> that's not true at all I, I can vouch for from, that I can vouch for him that he does not <laughs> believe that I can vouch for that no right is right and wrong is wrong and I'm a firm believer in that and that's black and white to me there's right and there's wrong there's very little room for gray in there correct. Um, Especially yeah. in that profession, there's there's very little room for gray on that. There, there, <laughs> for sure, there can't be there can't yeah. be gray. Nope. So I I, I don't know that I want to drag that out anymore. Um, and I know I jumped on the whole thing with a cop, but it was an easy one to paint because everybody right now seems yes. to be just yes. saying they're all bad, wipe them all out. And I've heard comment from from you know legislators saying that you know they're unreformable. The whole gr- that's by that's, saying yeah. that that. I'm just going to say one other thing on this. Do you have any idea how many minorities are represented in the police force? Mm-hmm. Again, not being talked about. <laughs> not being <laughs> and, talked And you're going to say they're not reformable. They're all racist. I'm sorry. Come on. Not being so talked that's about. Yeah. done with that. But well, don't, it's, it's we paint them with a brush. About. It's not no. being talked about because it's not popular, right? It's not, it's not, that's not the new, uh, I'm going to say it's not the new sexy, 
right? It, it, <laughs> it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't elicit a certain feeling in you when you start talking about that, right? It's, yeah. When you, when you constantly have the, the big, bad, and evil, the big, bad wolf, everyone hates the big, bad wolf, right? That is what, like we talked earlier, that's the sensationalization of the media that we all feed off of. We, we want more. We want more. We, we don't need more of that, people. That continues to drive the wedge from a good and productive conversation. That is the wedge that keeps us apart. And the longer we listen to the media and the longer we listen to the news outlets out there and the, the longer we allow the veil to be placed over our faces so we can't see what's happening, the bigger that wedge becomes. Yeah. That's what I want to see happen. I want to see... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit it again. I want to see people talk to their neighbor. I want to see you give the guy, the woman, I don't care, whoever is not like you, that you know a chance. Give them an opportunity. Don't cut them off. Don't assume. Don't prejudge. Fine. Prejudge. But then go verify what you think to be true and vet it out. Have a conversation and know they prejudged you too. Exactly. And guess what? You got some stuff you probably got to overcome too. (laughs) How dare you say that? How dare you? I'm perfect. (laughs) Nobody judges me. We think like that, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we don't think do. about who's looking at me thinking, mm, boy, did I say something? Yeah, might have been offensive. There is nothing wrong like me. Everything I do is normal. Yeah. What I do to is me, that what, it's, it's how everyone should act. Right. <laughs> mm. All right. So outside of that, I don't know where we start, but prejudice is so broad. Bias is so broad. I know we all do it. And I think the first thing we need to do, people... If we're going to even have a further conversation, take a look at the mirror. Look at yourself and say, all right, I'll break this. I'm doing it. I am who I hate. I am a prejudiced person. I looked at that handicapped person and I judged the guy, the woman in the wheelchair. I judged the person for the clothes they were wearing. I judged the person for the position. I judge the person by their skin color. I judge that person because of their religion. I judged them. <clears throat> we can't go a step further with this in healing or fixing it until we can say to ourselves, yeah, I'm guilty, but I want to do better. Exactly. And we can do other people. We, yeah. are, we are designed to grow. We are designed to improve, evolve. We can do better if we want to do better. All right, so I'm going to challenge everybody out there right now to take a look in the mirror. Walk down the street, go to work, go to your house of worship tomorrow, whatever it might be. Look and stop every time you catch yourself looking at somebody, judging somebody, judging what somebody might have said before you really could give them a chance to explain or talk it out. Don't get offended right away. Just stop for a second. Ask yourself why. Be all about yourself the next week. Just give yourself a little time and start to recognize where you're falling short. You'll be amazed, embarrassed probably. I know I am when I do it. Yeah. It, it happens so often. So let's just start there. Let's agree as a group to take a minute, look at ourselves first, and then we can maybe go a little further. 
So thanks for hanging out with us one more time. That was a great episode. That was amazing. Absolutely amazing. We would love for you guys to be part of our little talks. If you want to contribute, you just want to leave a comment, or once again, you just want to be heard, go ahead and leave us a note at the common sense academy for you at gmail.com that's the common sense academy the number four the letter u at gmail.com take care and we'll see you next time god bless everybody